I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. And let's talk about what lessons have found. Let's hang out. And let's listen to two lesbian shout. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Let's Hang Out. I'm Ellie Brigida. And I'm Lee Holmes Foster. And here's what's happening this week. This week in the lesson. This Week in the Lesdom is a place where we can touch base each episode about things going on with the podcast or otherwise, and we want to remind you all that The Flame is coming to a stage near you. September 15th at 54 Below, we'll be having a live concert. We are so excited. Lee and I the other day actually went through all the music to make sure that our timing was correct for it, and pretty much most of the songs are going to be performed live, which is really exciting. We only have to cut like one, so you're going to get a lot. (laughs) A lot. A lot of songs. It's going to be it's going to be a blast in the greater Les universe. uh, Let's talk about Lightyear. Yeah. So is that what we're talking about? Yeah. So I didn't I haven't seen Lightyear. I will say sorry. I haven't either. But there's this article and the the title just says Lightyear underperforms on first weekend. Lesbian kiss to blame. And I feel like there's a lot to unpack. During Pride Month. Yeah. Right. There is a lot to unpack there, though, because remember, they took the lesbian kiss out. Yep. They put it back in. And yep. to be fair, I think probably it is to blame, which is fucked up. I bet you people are boycotting um, the movie and not bringing their I kids can't because believe, of the lesbian kiss. I can't believe that during Pride Month we have to, uh, you know, put up with such slander. Just I know. Disappointing. It also is just like that sucks because, of course, it's like just proving to Disney like, hey, we were right. We should have cut it. But it's like you never know. Like, what if I they mean, cut it and it still maybe, sucked? Like, maybe the movie just sucks. But like, 
I know. And like, because that's the problem is I'm like, oh, we should support it. But also, I don't want to have to watch Light Years. So <laughs> yeah, like I also feel like so lesbian, but it's also like it's funny because like lesbians are not the target audience of Lightyear. Right. 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 So you threw a lesbian kiss in a movie that's like not actually like I don't really care to watch it. So like you're putting it in a, a lesbian kiss in a movie that's basically like for like men. Great. Right. Like I'm like my brother loved Buzz Lightyear. And I'm like, my brother would probably still watch it. Obviously, he's cool with the gays, but I don't think he's like, wow, I really wish that there was lesbian rep in the movie Lightyear. (laughs) (laughs) That's that. You don't know. Let's call Joe up and ask him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he is very supportive, but still. Also in the Great Realized Universe, more positive news. Motherland Fort Salem is back for season three. We are so excited. Disappointed that it will be our last season, but let's just enjoy it. Let's enjoy this last ride with all of our favorite witches. I know. I haven't watched the first episode yet. I'm, I'm, I'm all I haven't behind. either. I Honestly, get, I'm gonna I watch it tonight. Going. It's I'm sure it's gonna be great, as it always is. Lee, do you wanna talk about this next part? Listen, also in the Greater Les universe, we just would like to thank everybody who has been helping get first kill. Up to, okay, as of us recording this, who knows if that's going to change. Right now, it is number three in the Netflix top 10. Hell yeah. Which is crazy, which is just crazy. Like, that is bonkers numbers. Like, it's number three. Number one is Stranger Things season four. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. And I'm pretty sure that, like, when they posted the numbers or something, like, it's up to, like, a quarter of the views of, like, the fourth season of Stranger Things. Right. Like, think about the difference in how long that show has been around, how big that fandom has gotten. Like, it's like up there. That's crazy. It's coming for you all. So and- good job, gays. We did it. Um, Give us the fucking renewal, Netflix. What are you waiting for? We also have so many thoughts on First Kill. Um, I think we've said this before. We're going to be starting. We're going to start releasing Patreon bonus episodes. Yes. I'm just saying. We might do a Patreon bonus on First Kill. Maybe it'll be on our feed. Who knows? Oh my god, we should. But like, I feel like it's like too. Well, we don't do we don't do Les Essentials until they're finished. Until the series and I'm is done, that, right? So it's yeah, like, so mm-hmm. I'm hoping that we'll have a bit until uh, until it's done. So like, we're, it's not going to be for Les Essentials. Maybe for a while. Maybe um, for a bonus we are episode, certainly working. All. On getting some other episodes, maybe maybe a bonus episode. Who knows? Listen, but um, just keep streaming, keep watching, keep getting those numbers up. We're all doing great. We uh, love lesbian vampires. We're here for it. That's what's happening this week. Back to you, Ellie and Lee. Thanks, Ellie and Lee, and welcome to our eighty seventh installment of Should Have Been Gay. Oh, it was fun. It was great, but it should have been. And in this week's episode, yeah, we lost it all. Nothing lasts forever. There's on Sorry, oh. I can't be perfect. Lee, I thought you were going to go with that girl was a watch. Listen, Come I, on. I pulled an audible at the last minute because while we while I was watching it, I was really digging the Simple Plan throwback in my life. Uh, and also I feel the, like our guest sorry, shirt yeah, today yeah. inspired me to go more towards the evil all side. Right, so right. I fine, went with that. Fine, fine, fine. But you were ready for something else. Do you yeah, want to sing or it, what, Oh my God, no! What's the other? We can do more singing later because this song has so much singing in <laughs> change it. Change so it, change it, change it. Yeah, what the hell was that? Like the I love. Oh God, I love a high school fake musical in a movie, but we we have more to talk about. So 
First, let's introduce our very exciting guest for this week's episode. We are joined by Hannah Ray Leach, who is a Cleveland-based audio producer, writer, and musician, as well as the co-host of Sleepover Cinema, a podcast that analyzes the films that created the collective unconscious of the girls and gays in the late 90s and early 2000s. And I just, I mean, <laughs> welcome. Wow, welcome, Hannah. You are Hello. our kind of people. <laughs> You know, when, uh, first of all, thank you for having me. It's an honor to be here. Um, and when I got, uh, when I came to understand what we would be doing today, I was like, oh, this is my daily life and experience. So mm-hmm. I'm ready. I'm so excited. This is, it's, it's, yeah. you know, it's fun having like experts in sometimes. <laughs> just like, you know, 87 like, episodes in, like, yeah, like, I feel yes. like we we're, should have the yeah, expert in. Exactly. Like, <laughs> we're experts on the girls and the gays. You're experts mm-hmm. on the girls and the gays. Like, here yes. we are, just a bunch of experts talking at an expert panel. Absolutely. You know, we're basically just all already <laughs> best friends, and I'm here for it. Yes. This I'm is... so excited for this. <laughs> so, today we're talking about if no one has caught on yet. I don't know how the Simple Plan song wouldn't be an immediate I don't know how. We were talking about (laughs) Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen. Yes. Oh, my God. Um, Lee, can you please give us this IMDb synopsis? Because I'm bursting to talk about this. Yeah, I feel like you are. I feel like you're, like, barely holding it together. I can't. So, okay, for anyone who's not familiar, the IMDb synopsis for Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen is as follows. A teenage girl is convinced that her home city revolves around her until her family packs up and moves to the suburbs where she finds herself competing for attention. Oh, my God. Okay, okay. Okay. Um I I usually we let our guests go first, but like are you exploding, Ellie? Do you um, have Okay, so I am, but you know what's hilarious? You like the synopsis is in my in my body, but I forget the names <laughs> of the characters. I'm like Lindsay Lohan and Megan Fox. Lola. Um, Lola. I need to know the characters' names. I know Lola, but and then okay. oh my god. Okay, Lola so so Lola and Carla. Carla and Ella, right? Those are the main people yeah. who are important mm-hmm. here. A lot of laws. They had like a theme going. So teenage New Yorker. Mary, chosen name Lola, <laughs> moves <laughs> moves from the gay city to the conservative suburbs and finds that the two other gay girls there, Ella and Carla, and spends her entire time like fighting her feelings for both of them by replacing <laughs> them with completely mediocre men and disappointing Incredible. men. That's my synopsis what what about you hannah if you had to give a gay synopsis for this movie what's your gay synopsis okay so mine is kind of it's it's a little bit of a take because it's not it okay this is in a world where i've uh reinvented it or reconcepted it as being about ella because she's my favorite Mm. so this is what i had i think it's still true Uh, okay Baby Ella is closeted in Delwood, New Jersey until her sparkly new friend Lola comes along and shows her that being different is okay. And she falls in love with her along the way. But will she work up the nerve to tell her? I love it. Oh, poor Ella. Um, Listen, because I I also, my gay synopsis actually focused on Ella because, I mean, I just don't see how you can't. Sorry, Lola. I know know she likes being the center of attention. But my gay synopsis for this movie is young, anxious lesbian Ella Gerard just wants one time to be enough for her big city girlfriend Lola in this unhinged teenage comedy. Yes. Yes. Oh. Ella, like that's the movie Ella, I watched. Ella okay? is really, uh, but to be fair, I feel like their relationship is beautiful in this. Mm-hmm. Like 
you just are like, these two are in love the whole time. They really are. They really are. They really really are. are. I mean, listen, I know we're going to like talk. We'll talk all Mm -hmm. the details, but they so are. They so So are. Let's start with our experience with the movie. So, Hannah, I... I feel like we should start with you okay. this time Tell, because you this was like a direct request. <laughs> and I'll be honest, like we are, I mean, 87 should have been gays in like we get a lot of, you know, like we're kind of giving suggestions of movies uh-huh. these days to people because we've done a lot of the big, big hit. We still have some, some left, but like mm-hmm. this was like a one and I, done. This is what Perfect we're doing. Suggestion. Yeah, like yeah. here's the name. Let's do, Let's it. do it. So tell us a little bit about <laughs> yes. your experience with this film totally okay so basically when so my sister's name is audrey and i'm gonna probably mention her a lot she's my co-host of sleepover cinema and when we started the show i was like i because there's like a certain genre we're going for it's like late 90s early 2000s teen girl movies like disney channel originals sometimes and like the very first one I wanted to do was Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen because I just love this movie. Um, I think it's because I'm a Leo and there are some parallels. <laughs> are you were you a teenage drama queen? Is that what we're? Yes, <laughs> but like never. I feel like what Lola does is she like lives out like what like how you would want to be when you're a teenager. You know, like not how you actually are. And I think that always appealed to me. But I loved it as a kid. The looks lived in my mind forever. The music, Lindsay Lohan. And then when we rewatched it, I was like, oh, this is really gay. And I didn't know. (laughs) (laughs) And so when the should have been gay uh, concept came up, I was like, oh, I'm ready. This is the one. This is it. Yes. Mm -hmm. Just, Just the outfits alone. Yep. Like the oh my god, was she's wearing like was she wearing like a scally cap and a tie? It's like the DDR yes. scene so much. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. It's what Listen. are like Lola? You are gay. <laughs> you are so gay. <laughs> oh my god. The outfits were a lot. Were the a outfits lot. were so gay, but they're just gay. Like that is a gay teenager who's like, yeah. I'm gay. Oh, yeah. Like, like yeah. Lola's also a mix between like. A gay man and a lesbian too, right? Like has a That's, lot of that like mm-hmm. gay man flair. I thought the exact same thing. Literally the exact same thing. Um, I also wrote down that her wardrobe is almost the fine line between like artsy girl and gay girl in high school, yes. especially. Which like, I, okay, this is controversial, so maybe it'll come up later. But I kind of wonder if... Lola is like aware of how gay she is or not. Mm. That's kind of I think I think you know, she knows. You think so? I think she knows. I think okay. I'm sorry. Lola's who who Lola whose first words in the film are practically goodbye Broadway and tears. <laughs> yeah. She, yeah, might have a, she might have a hunch. She yeah, might have yeah, an yeah, idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like all her friends in New York were queer. But yeah. Lee, what was your um experience with this film? I had I had never seen it. This is it. the first time. Oh I, my god! All right, yes, so you have to I, really dig in. What, what was your I What was your experience it. the first time watching it as an adult? <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy. <laughs> it's so crazy. And honestly, I feel like that's why it's probably why my gay synopsis like focused more on Ella because I'm like Ella, you are like the only like competent human in the bunch here. <laughs> like you are just surrounded by like terrible overly dramatic 
people who just don't appreciate you the way that they should, you know? Because Lola's fucking crazy. Like, Mm -hmm. bonkers, insane, off the walls, just crazy. Mm -hmm. Crazy. So there was that piece of it. I feel like if I had watched this, like, you know, back in high school, it would have fit right into uh, a lot of the... A lot of that time and like the Lindsay Lohan heyday and, mm-hmm. you know, but yep. I, I did enjoy watching it and I enjoyed uh, I enjoyed doing like a deep dive on the cast because like we're going to get down some rabbit holes with this one. Yeah. What a what a yeah, crazy movie, cast, what a crazy movie. The cast is <laughs> is insane. Every turn, it just keeps getting gayer on me. And I was like, I'm not prepared for this. <laughs> so yeah. anyway, um, what her, about you? Ellie? Oh, my God. What's, what's her your name? Miss Piccoli. I love her. Piccoli. Yes. Yeah. So I definitely watched this like a million times when I was a teenager. I also identify with the teenage drama queen in a way. Mm-hmm. You? I was a big theater <laughs> the, girl. The need for attention? I do constantly? like attention. You're correct. <laughs> Doesn't ring a bell. Doesn't ring a bell. When you watch, When I watched it today... I was like, oh, Lola, like, she's really, like, when you really think about it, like, Ella got burned. Like, Mm -hmm. you cannot be lying about one of your parents passing away to Mm -hmm. your new friend. Like, that is very. To your new girlfriend. Like, very tough, right? But I feel like there's, like, a part of that, like, living in that fantasy world that I like about her because I feel like it's, like, I would do that too. Like, it's like, oh, I'm just like making up stories and like they're fun and whatever. But like, Mm -hmm. not to the extent that she did did it, but like I would like to like play pretend. So like I I liked that aspect of it because I feel like it's relatable, especially for teenagers. Yeah. Like like this teenager has just moved from like something that was very comfortable to something super uncomfortable. And she's like, how do I deal with it? Mm -hmm. Like, so I like that part of it. I also like the DDR scenes like burns in my brain. Like when I saw it again, I was like, oh, my God, this DDR scene. Because yes. I, Lee, did you play DDR ever? Oh, you a- listen, I fucking crushed at DDR. <laughs> I, as a really cool kid in high school, can I tell you how fucking good it was at DDR? Yes, please. Does anyone want to know how popular I was in high school? Very is the well, answer. Well, if you're the Very. best at DDR, clearly you're the most popular according to Teenage Drama Queen. Mm-hmm. Listen, let me tell you, let me tell you the only person who was like clearly cooler than I was in high school is one of the guys I did theater with. And and uh, while we talk about like um, bearding up, this was like the guy that I had the like, I'm definitely into boys like crush on when mm. I was in theater. But he also was in the robotics club and he built his own arcade style DDR pad. What? Whoa. So he was a little cooler than I was, but like, <laughs> I mean, only a little. Did you did you DDR Hannah? Did you was that like a thing? I tried. I <laughs> can't do it. I'm a guitar no. hero girl, not a DDR. Okay, girl. okay, okay. Yeah, you there know. you go. That's <laughs> what about rock? That's what legit. about rock band? Also, rock band's pretty good, but the buttons on the guitars are harder to press. So I wasn't as mm, good. Mm-hmm. Sadly, it's okay. It's okay. I know. We all have a weakness. Little little yeah. hands. I have little hands. So. <laughs> You're doing your best out here. <laughs> <laughs> I also had my own DDR pad at home. Me and my well, we had two. Actually, no, maybe we just had one. I think we only had one, and so and I remember me and my sister. We can't play with only one person. No, me and my sister would like 
I would play and she would watch. And then she would play. <laughs> oh. Like we would have to go back and forth. See, I feel like the competitive like, re- side of me we is like, just, but what's the fun if you don't beat them well, live you could, in like, real time? You could like compare your scores or whatever. All right, sorry, Lee, we were too poor to get not the two, same. Not the same. Two DDR <laughs> things, only one. Like they were like, we want to get you something nice, but we can't afford two DDR pads. And to be fair, I'm like, like this house would not fit two DDR two pads next to each other in any of the rooms except mm. the living room and I feel like my mom was like do not <laughs> set up DDR in the living room so we would practice at home and then like I remember I would go on same similar had a bearded a beard boyfriend not bearded he was very clean shaven and we well would, yeah you're not gonna pick one with hair I'm yeah, like, yeah. Come on. Like, facial um, hair unacceptable <laughs> no and we would go to the movies and at the movies there was the ddr so we'd wow. watch the movie we'd play ddr i'd kick his ass and then i'd be like yes and then he <laughs> and he broke up with me but it's fine <laughs> he was like um, you suck <laughs> okay but but listen since we're since we're like Diving in on the DDR, on DDR scene. yeah. How long are we doing this? Um, forever. <laughs> we'll just the whole, this episode is actually about DDR now. Sorry, everyone. No, I just was anyone else. Every time you watch a scene like that, and especially when it's a scene where it's like two girls with like palpable tension between them, and they're like doing the whole like kind of fake choreographed like weird DDR, where you're like, this yeah. is not this how is the not game not how you play like, DDR. That's <laughs> not how. Like, has anybody who has written a scene like this in a movie ever played the game? Like, they this always is not how tu- it works. And they always turn around. Yes, like, yeah. they yes. always spin. Okay, and I'm like, you can't so, see the screen. So, what do you have like immediate flashbacks of when that happens? Um, imagine me and you. Thank you. Have you seen that movie, Thank Hannah? You. No, I don't know what that is. What? Oh my god! Oh my god! That's like the as soon as they started having that conversation and they're doing this like very. I feel like it started out as the same dance too. Like yeah, yeah, I literally yeah. want to go back and compare the choreography and be like, D- it was there like at this era of time. Was there somebody whose job was like on set DDR choreography and <laughs> they just like peddled the <laughs> they same kept, yeah, one they kept dance going to different sets? They made a. It's like, Fortune in like 2002 and then they never worked yeah, again. It's like a real life bring it on. You have one choreography, <laughs> one dance and you go on every movie set and you teach it to these girls and make them get up there and dance, talk at each other. Yeah. That I they started dancing and I was like, what fucking movie am I watching? Um, Because it's Imagine Me and You and I was just, I had you know, yeah. I had to like regroup. Spoil- yeah, spoiler alert for back. Hannah. After the Lady DR and Imagine Me and You they make out so you know yes that's correct. good to that's know where we're at. i wrote it yeah. down i will be educating myself after the fact <laughs> yes, you should really watch it it's <laughs> yeah it's a it's definitely worth a watch okay so hannah yes let's dive in to okay. how gay this is because i know i saw from the beginning you have extensive notes i can feel <laughs> yes. it Wait, and also, i appreciate before, that before Thank we you. do that can we just con- i i know we talked about it oh, before yes. we started recording but can we talk about the necklace that you're oh wearing my god yes, yes. I, so, I can't handle it and i need our listeners <laughs> yes. to know so i am wearing a coke bottle necklace in the exact same style of <laughs> lola's right now my sister gave it to me for christmas this year and it's not a very practical piece of jewelry but today i was like it's the, it's the day so it's i'm wearing the it day. yes yep. and i'm also wearing a my chemical romance t-shirt because I felt like that was as close to Sid Arthur as I could get so here I am like it's you're wearing the necklace like did yeah. Stu Wolf bring that to your house like that's <laughs> the necklace. I will say the only difference is hers is I think it's diet coke and this is regular uh, coke wow 
Because they're silver. I mean, Sad. Well, will Not an yeah. exact replica, but very close. <laughs> yes, very close. Okay, sorry. Close. I just needed everyone to know that this was happening. Yes. Because we're going to get to look at it the whole episode, uh, and no one else will, so I just want to share. Yeah, thank now you. Now you can tell us how gay this movie is. Okay. <laughs> I, so I don't even really know... I feel like every time I watch it, I fixate on Ella so much and I can't even really explain why. Mm. Um, I think just because it's so like undebatable, like literally the first thing they say about her is Ella never had a fella. Like, Yes. Well, and also before they say Ella never had a fella, mm -hmm. the interaction between Ella and Lola is. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. Hi. 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 What? Like, yes. it's no, and and having that conversation while Ella's in her little fucking first day of school pantsuit, I'm just like, yep. oh, honey, I just want to give you a hug. Yeah. <laughs> From the second they meet, they're in love. Like, that's why it's so crazy. It's yes. like, you're like, who just says hi to each other? Also, like five or six times. Like, you mm -hmm. already said, it's like, it's like that thing that they always try to do in movies with heterosexual relationships where it's like yes. oh, I have a crush on you so I'm so awkward but like they're doing it with each other in this yeah. very homosexual <laughs> it's it's ridiculous it's absolutely ridiculous yes. it is Ella never had a fella Ella never <laughs> had and a to be fella. fair she probably never will and that's okay she's yes. happy about it yes <laughs> I also, upon this, like, viewing, was just noting how uh, interesting it was that, like, they use bonding over completely unattainable, like, fantasy men as, like, a mechanism to get close to each other. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just a vibe. Yes. <laughs> it is. so relatable. Yeah. It's so relatable. That is, the, yeah, their entire thing is, like, that's why I said about, like, the gay synopsis where it's, like, what is gayer than Lola fantasizing about this man that she will clearly never have? Like, mm -hmm. it's like, oh, yeah, I'm totally straight. I like, oh, everyone thinks that guy's hot, right? Yeah. Like, that's the guy I love. Yep. Yeah. And then she realizes at the end, like, I feel like it is. She's like, fantasy, fantasy of men. And then she's like, oh, I really don't like men when she finally meets him. Yeah. She's like, oh, I thought I liked men and I don't even yeah. dude even before she meets him when she has that whole dream like the marilyn monroe dream sequence dancing with him and he goes in for a kiss and even in her dream he doesn't land it i was just like oh lola honey <laughs> 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 like when even in your wildest fantasies your like dream man can't actually like land one it's just yeah it's just investigate that thought a little yep. more yeah. on your own, you know? And also, he's, like, such a symbol of just attention and fame. Like, that's all it is, is that she's like, I want all the attention and all the fame in the world, and also I'm gay, but I'm not addressing that currently. Yeah. Yeah. She's really she's really pushing a lot down. <laughs> yeah. Like a lot. She is. Did you, I know we talked about this briefly earlier, but did you take notes on all of her outfits? I or do you remember take, all the outfits? I could probably name most. I wrote of them. down a lot. Yeah, can I wrote just, down a lot. Can we just do an outfit check because yes, that is a huge thing. Yes. So, Lee, what were some of the ones you wrote down? Mm -hmm. Um. Okay, I'm pretty sure the first one I wrote down is the first day of school outfit with like the like boho mm -hmm. chic like head wrapping and like. <laughs> Yep. I don't know what exactly was going on there. There was a lot happening. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, for me, it's the it's the tie 
It's the tie at the DDR scene. That one got me so bad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, I feel like I already skipped one because she moved the moving outfit, the I Heart New York, like Avril. That one's so oh, good. Yes. It's so the, good. The arms with the, you know, like mesh arms that there's that outfit. Mm-hmm. There's also wait. <laughs> I'm sorry. Can we give a special shout out? <laughs> Too. I feel like I have to give a little more context to it because the outfit itself is like only slightly unhinged. <gasps> the hat. But the the trucker hat <laughs> outfit, I feel like gets its own special shout out because of the situation that they're in, which <laughs> is it's like the first time that she goes over to Ella's house, uh-huh. right? Yeah. And they're hanging out and the mom walks in, Ella's mom walks in and is super uh, super like standoffish mm-hmm. and weird with Lola. And, Lo- and they have this conversation afterwards where Lola's like, why doesn't your mother like me? And I'm like, you're literally in her daughter's bed in like cargo pants and a trucker hat. Yeah. And like, I don't know, Lola, why wouldn't she like you? She's like, clearly her mom knows Ella's a lesbian. And she's like, shit. She's like, I didn't yeah. think she was going to meet a lesbian in this town. Yes. I mean, like one, 100%. But also, wait, does she wear the tie at the at the DDR? Because I thought she was playing uh, DDR in the basketball outfit. <sighs> she does. It's in the basketball the, the, outfit. The full, Where's the hat with the jersey yeah. and the and you're like, what is happening? There is a possibility that there, there may be like a skinny tie over the jersey. I'm not oh, sure. Well, I mean, let's not discount that as a valid <laughs> I, fashion choice. I'm not sure. If you're thinking of the tiny tie, it was one of her costumes in the musical at the end. Yes. Oh my God. What is happening here? I'm just looking up pictures. <laughs> There's too many to keep track of. They're honestly. so good. There's like, so many. So There's many. a lot. Yeah. Or there's well, one where she's wearing a choker and yes. like all stripes. Yes. Yeah. That was yeah. that's her audition outfit. Where she does her little, her yes. little uh, growl when she's singing. She was so growly. Oh I know. Lindsay. So good. <laughs> I there, listen. There is something to be said for this era of movies that really capitalized on like the Lindsay Lohan, the Mandy Moore, who like would get parts in these movies and then they would make them sing the worst fucking stuff mm-hmm. and just. I mean, like, good for them because they probably made, like, a a pretty good deal on that, however that was worked out. But, like, oh, my God. You just watch it and I'm, like, cringing for them on the inside. There is so much horrible lip syncing in the end, too. Uh Uh-huh. I was cracking up. I was like, this (laughs) is not even close to accurate. (laughs) She was way off. I was like, is my internet messed up? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but, that, but that's God. okay. Um, so what else is super gay about Ella? Everything. Oh wait, are we done with the outfits? Because I don't. Know oh, that sorry. I'm done with there's the one. Oh wait, <laughs> and I realized why I got what I got confused. So there's the one where she has a hat, right? Mm-hmm. It's like a I don't know what the hat is called, but it's like those like bigger hats. And um, then, like the you know what I call it the Kiera Knightley in Love Actually yes, kind of hat. Kira, yes, yeah, that's I know what exactly what it is. I, I know what and, you're talking about. So I thought she, I don't I combined them. It was like the hat. The jersey, like, they all blur mm-hmm. together in my in my mind. But I'm looking at this basketball outfit where she has a backwards hat and a yeah. jersey. Yeah, like goes full on, like head to toe. She's got like arm, like like the sports armbands yeah. going. Like it's it's a <laughs> lot. And there's one where she's with her this- hair looks fantastic in that outfit. Yes. though. I will give her that. Like she's got like a whole like 
femme look going where she's like, I still got the cool hair, so like it's okay. I'm like femmy, but in the sports thing, yeah. you're like, <laughs> yeah, like give you give you like five years and some self realization, and like lesbians are gonna eat that mm-hmm. shit up. Like, oh yeah, she has this thing where she's like standing next to the guy. I don't know what this is from, which scene this is from, but she's in like a brown like leather jacket with like fringe. Yeah. And I'm like, that is everything. It's just like, why is she wearing the gayest yeah. outfits? Like, yeah. no one else in this film wears those gay outfits, right? Like, yeah. Megan no. Fox, like, is no. not really wearing the no. gay outfits. Yeah, I wrote down, she's certainly not dressing for men in my notes. <laughs> no, <laughs> literally not. Dressing for the no. girls and the gays only. Yes, yes. totally. Um, well, and that's, okay, I feel like my first rabbit hole in this has to be that, like, so Miss Pagoli, who is played by oh my Carol God, Pagoli. Kane, yeah. yeah. And and I feel like what makes me so happy about this is that I feel like most people will know Carol Kane from being in Kimmy Schmidt. And I feel like every outfit Lola wears in this movie, like Titus Andromedon would wear everything mm-hmm. she wears, right? Like unironically and would look fantastic <laughs> doing it. And like, so I just feel like there's a nice little crossover yes. here where I'm like, you know what I would love to see is like, I want to see... Lola go to like the camp Met Gala and be like, what would she wear? Because I yes. feel like she'd kill it. Absolutely. Right? Yes. Yes. Like I feel like she would crush that. Mm-hmm. Like, and I just I would want to know. That's all. <laughs> I'm like, I just feel like she doesn't care what like she cares what people think towards like, you know, it's her and Ella are such an interesting pair because I feel yeah. like they yo-yo almost. Yo, like, yeah. It's like mm-hmm. they start the film. And Lo- Ella meets Lola and she's like, oh, I can feel comfortable being gay because this other girl's gay. And she gains confidence by being with Lola. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like Lola sort of like loses a little, of her, little bit of her confidence because of the mean girls in the school. Mm-hmm. And like there's that moment at the end where like Ella just like slaps her out of it. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, just like their relationship is so multi-dimensional yeah it's it's really nice that's really nice that monologue literally makes me tear up every time i see it (laughs) it's just do you have it do you have it written down i the one at the end i actually wait the one where she's like um saying like you made me feel like it's okay to be different yeah yeah i wrote it down (laughs) Uh uh-huh i wrote down (laughs) you gave me courage and now i'm brave enough to be different aka gay yeah Gay. Yeah. Well, yeah. okay, aka gay, but I feel like we need to uh I we need to talk about two things that she says before that. Yes. Because listen, I I adore Ella Gerard. I would die for Ella Gerard. I love her so much. And I just feel like I need to take a moment to talk about the two quotes from that speech. The first is she goes, What about me? I've been miserable until you came to Delwood. I know. I, know. Oh, I just, it's like, ugh, in the yeah. gut, it gets you. And then the other thing is right before she says that, she go, uh, right before the, the quote that you just gave Hannah, she goes, the only thing I could expect when I grew up was a life like my parents. Uh-huh. Then I met you. And I'm like, I sweetie, this is such chills. a good coming out speech. Like, you're doing so good. <laughs> Keep it going. Yeah. Like, you're almost there. Just like the last little step over the finish line. Mm-hmm. Come on, Ella. Mm-hmm. Come on. <laughs> it really was a good coming out speech. Yeah. It's such a good coming out speech. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's that's a better coming out speech than some actual than some coming, actual out, coming out, speech out speech that we've yeah. seen written mm-hmm. in movies. Like, let's be real. That's a great coming out speech. Yeah. And just like Allison Pill just put everything into that performance. It's just so earnest and like beautiful yeah. to watch. 
Well, and can we do can we do a quick Allison Pill a rabbit hole as well? Because yes. I feel like Allison Pill, most people might know from playing Kim Pine in Scott Pilgrim, mm-hmm. um, which I'm just going to say gay. I mean, just <laughs> yes. a gay character. Yeah. So like you just we love to see a lot of gay connect when there are as many literally every fucking person in this movie. I kept being like, how does this cast keep getting gayer? Mm-hmm. Like because I kept seeing people and being like, wait, who is that? And then I'm like, oh, right. Gay. <laughs> They're gay. Yep. Even, dude, we talked about Ella's parent, like her mom, her parents, and how they're like, why is our daughter gay now? <laughs> so, <laughs> so her mom, Ella's mom, is played by an actress named Sheila McCarthy, who some of our listeners now might recognize as the teeth monster in Astrid and Lily Save the World. Oh, my just gosh. Just throwing that yep. out there. there. So, like, so many connections. Just gay connections left and right mm-hmm. everywhere you look in this movie. Everywhere. It's the gay web is yes. pulling tighter and tighter around it all. Mm-hmm. That uh, That's not my last one, too. I've got more. Don't worry. <laughs> I, I anxiously await them. I feel like we're bouncing so far around, which is fine. Like, mm-hmm. we always do this. I want to go to the beginning super quickly. Yes. Because I just feel like the premise of the start of this film mm-hmm. is gay. It's gay. <laughs> like, you have a teenager who's so, like, in love with New York City. Like, the way that Lola talks about New York City, I completely understand because I went to college in New York. I mm-hmm. came out in New York. I remember that feeling of, like, being a new gay in New York City. Like, there is an electric energy. like of like everyone around me is gay. Like you Mm -hmm. just feel it in New York. You just feel it. So I feel like that's a huge reason why she loves New York City. Like number one, she's a Broadway gay. And number (laughs) two, she has- It was just so dramatic. Like Like, the way she says it, like goodbye Broadway. And I was like, oh sweetie. (laughs) That's my life dream. I'm gonna be on Broadway. I need to be Eliza Doolittle. Yeah. Like, you just know she's in the car being like, what if New Jersey doesn't even have a gay bar? Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so she's like, what will I do in this place? Like, I'm in gay heaven and I'm about to go to straight hell. You know, yeah. like that's the entire thing. And then the first five minutes, she corrects her mom for using her dead name, which I'm so sorry I used at the beginning. But it is like, what is queerer than like her choosing her own name? Yeah. Even. Yes. And like correcting her mom, like, I'm Lola. I've told you yeah. this. And she says, I've known it since I was five years old. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like championing her identity. Yes. We love, love to it. see it. <laughs> love it. Yeah. And then she goes into straight world and she's like, yep. well, what am I going to do in straight world? Okay. Well, listen, does she though? No, does but she, she doesn't. Does she, she finds her own What's way gayer? to not go What's into straight What's gayer world? than Delwood, a home of Ella Gerard and Carla, <laughs> what's her name? Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> also, so just a side note that I thought was really funny is when I was a kid, I was like, wow, New Jersey. And then I went to college in New York too. And I was like, New Jersey and New York are not far away. <laughs> no, those no, like she's fine. Yeah. She is very fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like they take it's NJ like, Transit later in the same movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's not that far, but that adds so much flavor to it. You know? Yeah, yeah like yeah. I love like, that about I, it. I well, I also think it's comical though because like yeah. I feel like people who are from New York are like. New Jersey's yeah. so far. Like yeah. it is also such a New York City thing to be like, oh, Jersey. And you're like, it's mm-hmm. 30 minutes. Like, <laughs> yeah, stop yeah, yeah. it. <laughs> like, people drive further like to, to two spots in L like in LA. Yes. Then they'll drive from Absolutely. like New York to New Jersey. 
Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like, yeah. <laughs> you're okay. <laughs> but like, she's we'll not. drive. We'll drive two hours to like go to Sonoma for like a glass of wine, and then like drive home. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like, that's, but that's no, really, you like, can't go. You could get to Canada. Like, come on. <laughs> that's how people live in. I feel like in the city in general, it's like you literally live in Brooklyn and you won't go to Queens. Right. You know what I mean? Or like you like are like, well, I live in the Upper West Side. So like never see you again, Brooklyn friends. (laughs) Yeah. Like, yeah. Like like me trying to get to Cambridge when we lived in Brookline. It's never going to happen. Never. You know, it's a different universe. (laughs) Whole different universe, especially for Lola. Totally. (laughs) Oh, you can tell it is. That's what I think is so funny about it is it's like it's also just thinly disguised like. This is like norm town, right? Like you mm-hmm. can tell that she's like, I refuse to fit in here. Like I will be different. I will march to the beat of my own gay drum. And she's like, like yeah. nobody in New Jersey is going to stop me. <laughs> and to be fair, like they don't really. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> no. They're like, okay, be the lead in the play. Like fine. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's okay. And like, okay, oh, wait, but get a girlfriend. Like, yeah, like instant girlfriend, <laughs> instant lead in the show. And also like every like in the beginning when she rides in on her bike and everyone just like looks at her, but not even mm-hmm. in like a shady way, just in like, a oh, my God, like, who is she kind of way? Yeah. like it's not going to be a struggle. Is is the impression? No, no, well, no, and, no. And here's yeah. here's my other thing about this movie because this is where I really think this movie is hard. Um, watching it for the first time as like a grown adult mm-hmm. as opposed to like a fifteen year old is I get that like they made Carla like they tried to make her as terrible as they could, but I'm like I feel like I kind of just feel bad for Carla a little bit mm-hmm. in this movie, like. Carla does not I here's how I have like headcanoned this movie happening in my head is like Carla is also gay but like not quite ready to take that step yet and has a huge crush on Ella and so she's like very much projecting when she's like mm, you don't want to hang out with Ella like you know mm-hmm. trying to like warn her off and I feel like she's just jealous and so then instead she watches Lola show up at her school like become the new hot it girl <laughs> like talk of the town T- steals her girlfriend, <laughs> takes her lead in the show, <laughs> like just like you're right. Left She's and- the protagonist. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> like, left and right just has everything like ripped falls away in a from fountain. her because falls in a fountain mm-hmm. because she just like isn't quite confident enough with herself and her sexuality yeah. to like take those steps yet, and so she's just watching someone else do it like from the sidelines, and I was like. Carla, like college has better things in store for you, you know? Also, as someone who uh, was like chronically cast as the old lady in high school plays, I was like, damn, I know how that feels. I love when yeah. she's like, listen, the exact role I wanted. <laughs> it's so good. Listen, let's put on a really cool high school show together because, like, Ellie, you'll get cast as the lead, obviously. Hannah, you can be her mom. Stop. And I'll be the little brother. <laughs> yes, and, like, together, little brother, we're a full I cast. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think I did not actually play a little brother in... No, I wouldn't like, be surprised we, by that. Uh, you know who I played is... Um, fuck, what's his name? What's Tom Sawyer's little brother? No, and you know what's so funny? Sorry, we're, like, derailed, no, but I'm going to do it anyways. Yeah. So I got cast in middle school as I think Sid might be his name. I don't know. Tom Sawyer's little brother or something. And I had to kiss on the cheek the girl who did get cast as our mother. And I feel like it was like my first like unknowing gay panic where I was like, (laughs) I have to kiss a girl on the cheek who I like 
am not super close with like it wasn't someone that and it was, I don't think I like had a crush on her but I feel like something in my body was like what is happening mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> like, why does this feel like a bigger thing to me than anybody else seems to feel like this is yes so anyways yeah. we just went down that fun Wait, trip down memory lane. I have another I have another thing similar to that which was oh my yes. god please oh my please. god okay so I, well, side note, I was like bad at acting. I'm still bad at acting, but I'm a good singer. So I would fall into really particular situations. And I was in this middle school production. This was so fucking horrible. I was in this middle school production of Guys and Dolls. But of course, you know that How there's like. How do you like, do that in middle school? You cast girls in like every male part. Oh like, my God. So I was ensemble guy. So I was like in a suit and a fedora, but I had a plastic. I wanted to have a pink streak really bad, but my mom wouldn't let me dye it. So I had a plastic pink hair extension in, in my low bun as I was dressed as an ensemble guy. Oh in my grade. God. <laughs> Which is pretty gay. Yeah, that's I was literally going to be like, so what's the gayest role you've ever played? And you just, that's you know, it. You, wow. that's, that's it. it. That's, that's it. it. Uh-huh. That is it. And my wow. sister was one of, like, are you familiar with Guys and Dolls? Like, how yeah, it's yeah, cast? Yeah. Yes. Of course, my sister was like a hot box girl. And I was like, ensemble guy. <laughs> <laughs> it, you know, it's that memorable. Is, it was I memorable. Yeah. I love that it. Yeah, that is amazing. <laughs> that is amazing. But did you have to kiss any of them on the cheek and did it make you feel a certain way? I didn't have to kiss anyone, but we did do a lot of like coupled dancing where I would Mm. do like the guy dancing. So Mm -hmm. there was something Mm -hmm. there, but not then. That was not the time or place for me. I was just trying to survive being ensemble guy because I I just remember like panicking. It's like me in like, you know, like probably in like a fucking button down shirt and like uh with uh, overalls just like having like a minor panic attack on stage oh my god good times also memories wow i had to kiss a lot of men on stage i feel like that sucked yeah oh it's just just so hard being the lead in everything i know i was gonna say i wasn't gonna say it i was sarah and guys and dolls i wasn't gonna say it really (laughs) honestly i I could see that for you, and I don't mean that as an and insult. Had, Ellie's no, like, no. it was just so hard being like Sarah and guys and dolls, and then and I had like to kiss Eponine, Sky Masterson. I think because that like, was just like I think Sky really is difficult. One. Yes. What? What'd you say? I said it was just so hard being like Sarah and guys Wait, and dolls, and then Eponine. Guys, and then, I actually like, played Eliza Doolittle. Oh, you just get no out. Just log I did. off. I, wait, I, I can kick you out of the Zoom call. Get I'm out of here. sorry. I'm so sorry. But Oops, I, Ellie got disconnected. But can we talk about, let's talk about the musical as we're on here. I'm so sorry. Yes. I actually, I have a bridge from what we're talking about back to the musical, okay. which is we're talking about youth theater. My jaw hit the floor with the reveal of Ella being on stage crew. Are you kidding me? I yes! didn't realize. <laughs> it's like yes! you don't even know. And then it's the shot a and it's like her gay. with the headset. I was like, are you serious? Are you serious? It was awesome. <laughs> oh, true gay. The entire, yep. yeah, the entire just like musical in general. Like mm-hmm. the theater gays are just like out. Yeah. Like that's, that's it. Like I feel like what's her, what is her name? Miss Piccoli, Bigoli, Bigoli. Miss Bigoli, I, saying, I think. I feel like she is, like, she has a wife at home. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Like, totally. For, for sure, sure has a wife. <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> she's like really trying to, like, make this thing work. I was cracking up, and she's like, kids, like, hit the bar, and they, like, hit the space <laughs> yeah. bar at the same time. I was like, ahead of your time, honestly. Yes. Ahead of your time. 
Also, I just, I really want to know from like a, an audio production side, like, why do you need that many computers? Like, oh, you don't. Who took the time? You literally who don't. took the time to like take a recording <laughs> of a song and like split it into 30 different tracks so that you need 30 kids to pl- press the space you bar don't. at the exact and same also, time? I'm like, it would not just, sync you would up. have someone There's in the no booth just pushing a button. Up. Like, I don't understand. You only need one kid. <laughs> There's one. <laughs> But the showmanship of it, like I love A plus it. No, it's, only, it's a, co- it. a co- comedic gold, honestly. Yes, you, you have to do it. Also, a really underrated line of hers, in my opinion, is that when they're like getting ready for the auditions, and she's standing up there, and she's like, "George Bernard Shaw was a great playwright and also a vegetarian." And that's just it. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you know she's gay because that's she's like, how you, know. you know. That's she's like shout know. out like she says that and then they all just move on like there's no like that's just what she had to share about him and i love that I she's cannot. just like handing out oat milk to kids <laughs> yeah, she's like try yeah. this everyone <laughs> yeah she that casting could not have been better i don't know how she ended up there but i'm very happy that she did it is incredible so good the hair yeah. also is like a straight it's up so it, there's i'm looking at this picture of her when she says like students the <laughs> bars and she has like a tiny like bow tie. <gasps> I didn't notice. Oh now I'm curious. Look at I'll look show it you. But like this outfit. Yes. Like, this. Oh my God. It's yeah, it's subtle, but it's so there. Cute. There. <laughs> it is there. Like her wife takes her cur- curlers out every night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, where is her? Uh, her wife has to be in the audience somewhere. Yes. Okay, so let's talk a little bit. We've talked about Ella and Lola and their relationship. I want to talk a little bit about the men in this. I was about to say the same thing. Yeah, let's start with... um, um, What men? Exactly. Uh But let's start with Stu. That's his name, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Can I give you my other... I I I actually have no clue who that other guy is. Oh, you do, though. You do, because... Adam Garcia played the guy in Coyote Ugly, which I'm going to say ties together quite nicely with our Piper Parabo rabbit hole from the DDR Imagine Me and You connection. Whoa. No. It's all I, coming full no, circle, no, no. gays. It's all coming full circle. I know circle. Stu. I'm saying I have no clue who Sam. That's that oh, guy. Sam. Name? Who the fuck knows? He, or cares? I couldn't even tell you. It's so bad. The way the way that they, I know we were going to talk about Stu. But but yeah, go if I may. The way that they have his ass just show up whenever anything important happens for him to just be like, yeah, and then just stand there <laughs> like he doesn't need when, to be there. nothing. He does when nothing. Sam, okay, when they do that whole scene with the like weird montage running through like forty eight school hallways to get to the cast yes. posting, yep, and it's like the four girls. Mm-hmm. Right, like tripping over like lunch trays and chairs, and like I don't know, like a it's cat that's suddenly in the hallway. Course. I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know what's going on. It was a lot. It went on way too long, and it had that like classic Disney like sped up footage, whatever. Yes, but they get there, and it's like they're clearly like the first four people at school that day, and they're the only four people there. And then suddenly Sam just like walks out of a wall <laughs> to like join the hug, <laughs> and I was like, sir, where did you even come? from it's like where so did, what fucking quarter did he apparate into to suddenly mm-hmm. be and you've never even seen him like talk before no. and all of a sudden he's like group hug and i'm like who even are you like this, where 
Also, the From second that she sees you the second come? she like, first sees him, does everyone remember what the line is when she first sees him? No, what is it? She's like, I can't have a boyfriend. I need to focus on my <laughs> <Yeah>. acting career. <laughs> yep. And I'm like, uh, just a typical heterosexual reaction <laughs> to seeing a boy is like, I can't have a boyfriend for for this acting. Reason. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm like, I have to wash my hair tonight. I can't date a boy. Yeah. Like it, it's just like such Normal. a gay, a gay panic move to be like, <laughs> also a boy. <laughs> my career. I feel like it was almost meta to me when. He walks away and they like do the shot on his butt, but it's like not a particularly good butt yes. shot, but it's almost like no. she's like, I should look at him that way because that's how I'm supposed to look at guys. Yep. Like, <laughs> and you're like, no, well, and you don't want no, to. No. Also, wait, also, can we take a hot moment to 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 read into that? Because again, I feel like that's the kind of shot that you'd get of like, a, a girl's body mm-hmm. in a movie, right? Whereas, like, with a dude, you'd be like, go up the arms, the yeah. chest, the something, the shoulders, the back muscles, not this pasty white dude's non ass in his corduroy. What a man's body. <laughs> Because how many movie scenes have you I watched? Know, I know, I know. Like, like, what what did we just fucking watch it. with like Matthew McConaughey? It. Where it's like, I'm changing my shirt oh, it's in my the office. Shirt. It's, it's always, the always shirt. that, right? Yeah. yeah. And because because those are at least like body parts where I'm like, sure, I could see girls getting excited about like the strong arms, whatever. But I'm like, it's literally just like flat as a washboard, nothing in corduroy. Like <laughs> yep. what is happening yep. in this shot? Yep. And I feel like it's again, I'm like projecting this onto her, but she's like this is how I would check a girl out. So I guess I should be doing the same to this dude, even though like giving me nothing to work with here. And it's just, no, nope. it's, it's just sad. And there's also like no personality to speak of either. So it's like, is he just the safest choice? Like, what is the idea? They there's do nothing this there. so <laughs> often in 90s and 2000s mm-hmm. movies. This I think the might man be our is worst like a one, literal Ellie. piece of bread. Like yep. I haven't, well, I think it's the worst one because they decided to put two men, right? So it's like, okay, <laughs> one is Stu. Mm-hmm. And so they were like, okay, well, we fleshed. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so we fleshed out Stu, but mm-hmm. he is highly age inappropriate. <laughs> yes. yes. So we're yes. going to work that whole thing out. Yeah. So let's. I feel like they literally like retconned him in. Like they wrote the whole movie. <laughs> oh, they were like, totally. they, we can't have this yeah. grown ass man dating yeah. a 15 year old. So we like introduced yeah. Sam. But that's why he's the, he's the least fleshed out like There's afterthought about boy him. I think we've ever had in one of these. I, it's so bad. And can we also talk about when they do like suddenly at the end when she's like, I decided I could have a boyfriend all of a sudden. And you're like, literally when? Like you've never talked yeah, to this kid. Well, like, <laughs> So she's what you said about the about like retconning him in at the end. She's dancing with Stu and then it literally fades to being yes. Sam. And then I wrote yes. down the line. Oh. Uh, like, once I opened my heart to him, I thought, now that my career is launched, maybe I could have a boyfriend. And then they could. My career is launched. <laughs> okay, but, like, but yes, not, you have okay. an agent now after playing Eliza Doolittle in the school play. Yeah. And in this weird <laughs> adaptation, nonetheless. Yeah. There's yeah. there's that, but also, so they, they suddenly like fade it, the fade out Stu and fade in Sam, and they're dancing together. But can we also talk about how they they frame it? So that it's Sam, like, facing in, 
Lola facing him in the center of the screen, and then directly behind her is Ella also dancing with a boy, but you don't see the boy that she's dancing with because he is directly behind Lola. And so it basically just looks like you have like Lola dancing with Sam, but also like being like big spooned from behind by Ella. And I'm just like, who did this? (laughs) Who is responsible for this this shot in this movie? Like you knew, you knew what you you were Mm -hmm. doing. Yeah, it's bad. There's like zero chemistry. He is not a human. Like he no. is a paper and bag. There's one line. Me and my sister noticed this <laughs> when we did the episode on this. Like the one piece of information you get on him. I guess there's two. One of them is that he's like, I like cars. And then the yeah. other one yeah. is when he's like, or when uh, Ella's like, Sam's never been to a school function ever. And he's going to come see you in this show. And it's like, what do these two pieces of information mean together? Like, I don't yeah, know. Like, nothing. They literally and mean nothing yet. You yeah. don't he's... even see him at the show. No. Like, he's not even there. He's no. not a part of the uh, He's not a part of the story at Also, all. He does not matter. how are you going to tell me? Okay, maybe I'm stereotyping, but like, how are you going to tell me that the same person who like loves cars and like doesn't show up to school will also like sit in the back of the auditorium and like weep over your like random yes. audition that you're like not even prepared oh for God. with the beam of light and his with, teary like, serial eyes. With killer, serial killer <laughs> lighting on him. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. weird. So weird. So weird. But funny. It's a lot. It's a yeah. lot. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cashback boost. That's an extra 10% cashback on top of the 15% cashback. You won't see higher cashback rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. But yeah, we spend much more time on Stu, who Mm. I feel like we just need to dive into because I, I really feel like it is like this huge metaphor for like the fantasy, this fantasy that she has of men. He's sensitive. He's caring. He's the most beautiful poet since Shakespeare. Mm. And then, like, 
she meets him and the fantasy is like completely destroyed. Yeah. So it's like fantasy of men and like reality. <laughs> yes. Can we talk about whether there's anything gayer for a movie to do than to be like the fantasy man, the unattainable peak goal of like Sucks. love interest and then immediately toss him in the garbage. Like literally be like this man is, is a garbage. pile of trash. Like look at this garbage dude and yeah. you're just like, yeah, really like pushing the heterosexual <laughs> agenda here, Disney. Like, nailed it. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're doing our work for us, is all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's, he's, ter- he's the worst. He's terrible. His, the hair is bad. The outfits are bad. The, I don't know. I don't know if the dude just doesn't know how to act drunk or like what was going on in the beginning, but I was like, why yeah. is he talking like this? Like, What's happening? Also, when they when they take him to the diner, he's it's something weird is going on. Um, I also love similarly to what you're saying about like the illusion being shattered, like he sucks, all these things. And then also, why is he getting like psychologically rehabilitated by a 15-year-old? Yes. Like, <laughs> like it literally makes no yeah. sense when he I'm like, this is <laughs> Like, this is actually, like, I'm like, this is serious, but I'm like, yeah. if anyone has had any alcoholics in their family, mm-hmm. like, this is not, a, like, you're no. yeah. you're also, like, very, like, paint, and of course it's a Disney film, but it's like, mm-hmm. you're painting a very, like, weird brush over it of, like, yeah. oh, everyone close to him has said things to him for years, and yet this one random 15-year-old calls him a drunk, and he becomes sober. Yeah. yeah. Like well, magic. It, mm-hmm. And it's yeah, also it's like, not. why would it be that like a pretty 15 year old girl would make such a big impact? Like, you know, it's oh, just so yeah. icky. It doesn't. Listen, none of it listen yeah. none of I, it. Yeah. I was literally just thinking, because I'm like, okay, especially this week where like everybody is losing their fucking minds over like kids seeing drag queens. And you're like, okay, mm-hmm. like, is that grooming kids or is it maybe a bad idea to make a Disney channel or like a Disney movie that is encouraging the idea that it is normal and healthy for a 15-year-old girl to like have an uh, a super weird close relationship with a grown ass drunk man that she met one night <laughs> yeah. and you're just like you want to know how kids get groomed dude it's because you tell them shit like this is okay mm-hmm. and then they don't question it and then they're like yeah this 30 year old singer from my favorite band wants to hang out with me at his place and they're like that's okay because yeah. I saw it in a Disney movie and if Lindsay Lohan can do it <sighs> it's okay and, and like, Xenon yeah, literally. Were they young? literally? Were they? Was that? Was that boy band younger? I don't think so. Mm, you know, they're always kind of. They're always the not like right. they don't they don't officially age him anywhere. But you're like, okay, well, you're clearly drinking, and yeah. no one seems to make a thing of it. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're At obviously least... not age appropriate. Like. Yeah. Also, if he has this like body of work, how young could he be? Because apparently, yes. there's quite yes. a body of work. So, yeah. yes. no, knows? it's 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 weird. Also, it's a weird message yeah. to be promoting to young children, yeah. like young teenage girls. Like, not the best, actually. And the way they like shoehorn in her dad, like being there. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. It's like okay, so it's okay because the dad is there. Because the dad's know. been stalking her all night. But he's, he fine. really likes the dad's dog. He's a wholesome guy. You're like, no. Yeah, right. But. It's not It's not good. T- to bring up 
the gay shit once again. Let's yes. just think about the fact that they get into the party and they it's just Ella and Lola and it's ladies night playing in the background. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Like they're having a great and, time, just them. And well, not at the not at first mm-hmm. because they literally can't have any fun until they like focus, like hash out their relationship issues, right? right? Like right. Ella isn't even gonna go to the party, yeah, right? She's like the guy of my dreams. I'm so in love with Steve, mm, my man Steve. And then she's like, I think I'm just gonna go home because you lied to me, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. yeah, a totally normal reaction um, from a very straight person who is definitely not overly invested in the relationship between <laughs> yeah. the two of you. Yeah. They like they have to hash out all of their stuff. And then like literally as soon as they finally like work through their shit, they're like, we can have fun now. Like mm-hmm. now we can rock out with guitars. Yeah, now we yeah, can yeah. have a good time. And it does like their relationship is the most wholesome of the entire film mm-hmm. and I the most meaningful. And they really work through some shit. Yeah. Because Lola, you know, Lola lied to her and Ella did not take it. No. And I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Like, Ella's the only good role model in this freaking movie, honestly. Yeah. She she didn't take it, but also she she forgave her pretty fast. Yeah. I wrote down. Because she's your first girlfriend. You make mistakes. Yeah. 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 Just Lola is like really manipulative. Yeah, she is. Like, She's terrible. She it's it's truly her universe and everyone else is just orbiting around her, which is why it's fun to watch, but it's also <laughs> like damn, seems hard to interact yeah. with her. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Like her and Ella are going to have some shits when they're like really <laughs> yeah. You know, when they're I mean, really listen, their relationship's not going to survive college, but I love them uh-huh. and I feel like Ella's going to find someone who's like a little bit more down to earth. And or then maybe she's gonna we'll tell work some shit out tell and everyone date Carla about her first and they'll love. be super yeah, dramatic yeah. together. Mm-hmm. Like I could see that. Let's talk a little bit about Carla before we wrap up. Mm-hmm. Which is oh, I know you Carla. said you think she's closeted, but I also feel like it's like we've we have recurring themes in our should have been gays. We've done 87 of them. We see them, right? A lot of them hit the hit hit in this one, right? Boring ass man, <laughs> best friends were in love with each other enemies to lovers kind of vibe. And I feel like this is a very much enemies to lovers because we have like, they're like constantly like in each other's faces. Carla cares Mm -hmm. way too much about Lola. And in that final scene, she falls into the fountain and then she reaches her hand out and she's like, it's just a hand. And they have this like really intense (laughs) I'm I'm sorry. It's really- None of the comments I'm thinking of are appropriate for me to say about- these girls about are supposed yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe don't. Maybe don't. Mm-hmm. But honestly, how moments. old was Megan Fox when they filmed this? Like she, seven, sixteen. She looks. She could young. not have been that old. She yeah. looks so does young. Look young. She compared. sounds so young. Yeah, yeah. When was this? Okay, so this was in. This was two thousand four. Yeah. I think Megan Fox is my age, so she must have been like sixteen, seventeen when they filmed it. Yeah, yeah. She was a baby in this. But I mean, do you want to do a lesbian rabbit hole for Megan Fox? Because we all know where that one goes. <laughs> <laughs> I, do you like how I didn't even bother? I'm like, yeah, I feel I'm like, like it's just it's Megan Fox. It's it explains <laughs> itself. Um, but sorry, so we were saying it's just a hand. Got it? Yes, it's just a hand. And then they have like a long. They're staring at each other for a long time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the love of her life, Stu is there, but she's staring into Carla's eyes. Mm-hmm. Just like they're smiling. Listen, sometimes. <laughs> I can't do this. Some 
sometimes, sometimes the hands just, just hands. <laughs> sometimes you're just all wet, and the open lesbian at your school is just telling you it's just a hand, and it takes a minute. You know, you just gotta like process the situation, yeah. make sense of it all. Oh my god, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it's bad. Wait, did you say 2002? 2004. Mm-hmm. She was 18, but she does look like a baby. Yeah. Well, probably not. They, she can't have been 18 when they filmed it, though. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. When she was, when it came it, out. When was she born? 86 Six. then? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she's a year old. Uh, okay. Yeah. I was off by a year. My That's bad. So. I thought she was, I thought she was um, age. Before we wrap up, Hannah, what are mm-hmm. some of your other like super gay moments or just like gay thoughts on the <sighs> I can't, Okay. Well, I guess that I. Just feel like for me with the with like the thing that I can't help but do, which is like center it around Ella, is that I just yes, Lola is super gay, but to me, I kind of feel like she she loves the attention from Ella but doesn't want to like acknowledge that it's so gay necessarily because yeah. then she has to like do something about it yep. you know she'd, she'd have to explain a little more to her parents you know? yeah 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 and i feel like there's a version of this story where it's like lola comes in and changes her life but then like breaks her heart and leave like mm. with everything that happens in the end like maybe the just a hand to carla like think about that it was in front of ella like you don't know there's just a lot with your with a protagonist being this much of like she's fierce, but she's a narcissist. It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's just like there's a lot of heartbreak that could happen along the way, and I just project that onto it. I don't know why, but that's just uh, what I ring it from is it. Like it is a poor, it is a poor Ella story. Yeah, but totally. I feel like you're right. This is Ella's gay awakening, and so yeah. it's really like the sequel to this is mm-hmm. like Ella being like, you know what. That I mean, to be fair, I feel like that's happened to a lot of queer girls where they're right. like, wow, I was in love with my best friend. Uh-huh. And like she took advantage of that. And like mm-hmm. looking back, you're like, oh, that was she just liked the attention from me. Yes. And like yes, used that exactly. to her advantage. But it was also an awakening for me. So like, cool. Right. Like, I can use this yeah. to discover more about <laughs> yeah. myself. Yeah, I wrote down, so. I think I deleted it on accident, but I wrote down, Lola seems like the type of girl you would have a crush on and get decimated by it in the end. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Especially yeah, as like so a teenager, real. you know? Yep. Like she's that confident, so but like, real. are you going to be real with each other? I don't know. So I guess that is like my... Uh, <laughs> that's my one of my central gay thoughts about the whole thing. But... um. I think also just the fact that the men could be totally cut from it and there would basically be yep. no difference. That's also a pretty yep. good case. So also, have you guys seen Aquamarine? Um, no. I think I saw it. I did. It's on our list. It's definitely on our should have been gay list. Okay. I There's saw it a parallels. long time ago. Yeah, I saw it a long time ago. There are some extreme parallels in the best friendship situation. Um, but it's Jojo and Emma Roberts, which is like a great combination. So just And is it, what's her name? I'm dropping like, my Aquamarine, AirPods. Hold on. Aquamarine, Aquamarine is the one where they find a mermaid. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. And then they like have her in the tub. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember it, but I haven't yeah. seen it in a long time. In a it's long one time. of my faves. It's so good. It'll be a really good 
should have been gay been when gay. it happened. Yeah. Okay, I'm yes. excited. Yes, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Disney really gives us some good shit. I'm like, I mean, yeah. listen, Disney, what they are make you the doing? Gayest movies. It's not my fault. Um, I have I have one last note yes, that I think is the only thing I wrote down that we didn't cover, which is just when they're trying to um, when Lola's like dead set on going to the concert and the party, and Ella keeps being like. like maybe this isn't gonna happen right and there's just one line where Lola goes we have to go it's a matter of pride and I was like very very timely for when we're doing this like A plus work Lola but okay that's my only that's my last one Lola and Ella would be hilarious at a pride parade like they're gonna go they're gonna go to New York pride after this yeah yeah like in the whatever sequel exists in this universe, like yeah, Lola, Lola would find a way to like steal somebody's motorcycle for like dikes on bikes. She's never driven a motorcycle. <laughs> they're just like, just like get on. They're just flailing their way driving. around the street. Yeah, yeah. Like it'd be great. It'd be yes. Great. Okay. Any last thoughts before we do ship Sally from you? No, I mean it's just clear. It's so clear that Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen should have been gay. It's just should've so clear. Yep. Should have been totally gay. agreed. It's, okay. There's no dispute. Mm-hmm. Who are we shipping? Oh my god. Who are we shipping, Hannah? Who's your ship in this? Um, okay. So I I've listened to a few of the shouldn't be gay, should have been gay episodes, and I know we do the ship names. So obviously I'm a Lella supporter. Oh, oh I Lella. like it. Yeah. Also, Lella. there's a lot of good ship names in the stew here if you think about it. So what about you guys? I mean, I, yeah. I'm here for Lola. I'm here for Lola too, but I will say also, like, I guess the same thing if you do it with Carla is Larla. So good. It's so but you, good. Like, yes, either, other way, otherwise, it's just Lola. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, or Cola. What about what about Cola. for like what the, about for like when? Yeah. What about for when? Oh, Cola. That's so good. I'm sorry. <laughs> that just that took a minute to land yeah. for, right in my brain. What about if we assume that like someday when Lola like you know gets tired and like skips town without telling Ella and then like ghosts her and Carla and Ella find each other? Mm-hmm. What do we got? Car- There's so Carrella. many laws. There's a lot of laws. That's what uh-huh. I'm saying. Carlella? Carlella. Carlella. It's pretty good. Kind of sounds like Carmilla, which like I'll give it the gay Also, for I'll that. throw like a <laughs> wrench into it. Even though I completely like think this age inappropriate thing is a mess. If you turn Stu into a like super hardcore like mm-hmm. lesbian band like she's like oh yes. like I've loved like I don't even know like I feel like it'd be like Evanescence or some shit like that's <laughs> yeah. like Stu um, <laughs> I love Evanescence forever that's and so then it would be, so I don't know what Stu's name would be in that new band but like if it was like they both bonded over loving this like super queer band and that was uh-huh. the whole thing like the whole the whole story was them finding this like woman mm-hmm. and then that woman ended up disappointing them and that's okay but like you know what i mean like i feel yeah. like that would have been especially when they both say hi 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 at the beginning it would have been yeah. even more meaningful yeah because they're like wait we both like brandy carlisle uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> right right <laughs> It's it's the two thousand like, four equivalent of do you listen to Girl in Red? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I, like, I, like, I, I feel you. like there's a lot more out musicians now too. Where I'm yeah. like, I'm like Tegan and Sarah. That's and what like, I was you know, gonna say. Yeah, or like 
and they're like, we have to find and like each of them, like one one of them's like, oh, I'm team T, T and then the other one's like, oh, I like Sarah. And so then they both like have their person that they like in this. Yeah. Amazing. Mm-hmm. But they literally look exactly the same. <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know what the ship name would be for that, but I just thought of that of like, I think that'd be an interesting twist. I agree. And then it really like that whole night is actually like they're like they just went into New York City and like they spend the whole night at a gay party because yes. they yes. both love this super gay yes. musician. Like so, so it's really right. like incredible baby's first night in like really like living it up together in a yeah. queer world. And then they both finally feel like safe to be their true selves and they like mm-hmm. have their first kiss at this little New York party. Ugh, I love it. Stop it. Someone write it for what us. Could so been? Just, what could have been? What could have been? Yeah, because like what little like queer baby has not gone to like a queer concert and then been like yeah or like you go with your girlfriends and it's like we're all gay here oh I love <laughs> yeah 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 i love those love those concerts mm-hmm. i have this band this is a super deep cut have either of you heard of antigone rising yeah Mm-mm. you have yeah Lee, did i tell you about them or you uh, already knew about them i don't think you told me about this them. is so random but when I interned at a PR company in New York, like mm-hmm. my senior year of college, we did PR for like s- s- independent musicians. Mm-hmm. And so I was doing the social media for a bunch of places. And I was like, well, let me listen to the musicians we're repping. And so I listened to a bunch of them. And one of the first ones I listened to was Antigone Rising. And I start listening to them. They're an all-female country band. And I'm like, like country rock band. I start listening. I'm like, oh, I like this. <laughs> then I start digging in more and I'm like, they're lesbians. They're all gay. Yeah. And then I was like, wow, I really love this. And so I dove so hard into their music. And then every time they had a concert, I would go to the, the Antigone Rising concert. And like those were like the gayest concerts I've ever That's gone so to. Because cool. it's like a very tiny, like mm-hmm. a small bar. Like if you like Antigone Rising, like you're probably gay. Like yeah, yeah. Rather than like even some of the bigger musicians, like if you went to like a Kaylani concert or something, like not mm-hmm. everyone there is going to be gay. Yeah. But like you're just like in this tiny dive I... bar with like all these lesbians. <laughs> I don't think you've told me about them, Ellie, because now I'm trying to figure out like why do why does the name ring such a bell? And I'm literally just like Googling them and like I know some of these album covers. Like maybe you listen to them. I mean, they're a, I they're a good them. lesbian. Bo- yeah. Like they're really yeah, yeah. good. I know. I feel them. like it must that be. Sounds but amazing. It's just been like. You should listen to them. They have like really good harmonies, which I really appreciate. That's my favorite. So like vocally, they're like, I was like, they're like, uh, the chicks are still queer, but like they're like a queer chicks. Mm -hmm. Like the chicks are queer adjacent. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they're definitely. Oh, God, I love them. But yeah, like (laughs) that vibe is so good. Oh, my God. It's just making me like so nostalgic. And then sometimes I would bring my mom and my aunt to go see them. (laughs) Like, I've seen them, like, six times. That's awesome. I saw them. Yeah, I live in Boston now, and I saw them when Mm -hmm. they were at City Winery in Boston. Like, Nice. (sighs) I don't know. There's certain, yeah. This is just a side tangent, but I was thinking about this earlier today. Speaking of Tegan and Sarah, um, a long time ago, I went to a tour that was Paramore with Tegan and Sarah. (laughs) 
Oh and it my was, god. It was awesome, but it was also the weirdest mix because it was like young emos and lesbians, like young emo <gasps> girls and lesbians, <laughs> which was like amazing, but also just yeah, like yeah, a yeah. very strange mix. And oh, I was wow. in high school at the time. And I remember being like, there's a lot of elements going on here, but like it's sweet, but also like what a what a pairing, truly. That is amazing. Can you imagine being a young emo lesbian at that concert? Like yeah. it's like that it was powerful i think the weirdest concert like pairing that i ever went to and i can't remember who it was too because it was some it was like some rapper and the blue man crew <laughs> 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 was, like, was like a legit doesn't matter what rapper like literally does concert. not matter what rapper no, that's still i weird. can't remember who it was it was like the weirdest fucking lineup of artists it was like some like it wasn't like quite like a full like music festival because there weren't like enough, but it was like a we it was a weird mm-hmm. mix uh at this concert that I went to either like in high school or just out of high school and then our car broke down on the way home. It was a weird night. Anyways. Yeah. Sorry. I'm, we're going to get back on track. <laughs> yeah, let's now. get back. It's time for our Q and Gay. Are we ready? Yes. Yes. Q. 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 And, 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 and gay. gay. All right, question number 1 for you, mm-hmm. Hannah. Okay. Who is gayer? A, Lola, B, Ella, C, Carla, or D, Miss Bagoli? (laughs) Hmm. (laughs) I'm going to say, okay, I'm going to say, controversially, I'm going to say Miss Bagoli in her (laughs) level of mystery, but the level of impression that she makes on her students. I think she's the gayest. She really is. Fair enough. Yes. Um, Question two. Have you ever lied to look cooler than you are? Yes or no? Yes, absolutely. You don't have to tell us the lie unless there's like a good one that comes to mind. But, you know, we just want to keep people honest. Oh, yeah. I'll give you a one sentence summary, which is just that I moved in first grade. And when I, I was in Boston for one year and I just lied about my entire life and then we moved away. So I never got caught. So you literally (laughs) were this. Yep. But in first grade. Incredible. Uh Fresh start. Do what yeah, you do. it was great. <laughs> yep. I lie about I lie about dumb things. It doesn't actually make me look cooler. I don't know why. I always well, it's, you will know that it's a lie. But I always tell people that my mom had me on a leash. Like I was one of the leash babies. <laughs> Whenever I see some like a kid on a leash, I'm uh-huh. like, I'm like, did you know my mom had me on a leash? And everyone's like, uh, like she totally would. Like you would totally be that. I'm like, I'm lying. It's not real. <laughs> It's like the dumbest. I don't know why. Like, I just want to see if people will think I was a leash yeah. baby, and they I'm gonna, always. Do. I'm gonna send you for Christmas this year, Ellie. Like one of a those little toddler year. backpacks with the leash yes. on it. Yeah, we'll let Jana take you on walks. It'll be great. <laughs> I know. They were like, I, I was not that. Cra- I was a little crazy of a kid, but I was not like I would not get lost. Like my brother would be like, he needed. He definitely needed a backpack. That's okay. All right. Question number three. What's Lola's most insane outfit? A, first day of school, boho chic. B, the mm-hmm. basketball jersey. C, the Maryland outfit. D, snapback cargo pants. It's got to be snapback cargo pants. I it was think. a look. It was a vibe. It was awesome. I mean, I don't think any of them even looked a little bit bad. She looked amazing the entire time because yep. she can carry off anything. But I think that one lived in my mind f- the most mm. potently. And fair continues enough, to fair enough mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. to this day. <laughs> yep. Fair, fair. Mm-hmm. Question four: 
Who was your boy band beard crush out of A, NSYNC, B, Backstreet Boys, C, One Direction, or D, Jonas Brothers? Mmm, well, the truth is I never had one. Mm. I know, well, that's not that fun. That's <laughs> okay. No, that's you great. Can, you Lucky can just you. pick from the options. That's yeah. Okay. Who's your this... favorite boy band? Did you like any of those boy bands? No. Like... I didn't. But I kind wow. of missed the boat. I was kind of in between like the InSync era and the One Direction was like when I was in high school, but um I I wasn't into it. I was more okay, I'm literally wearing this shirt, so that's stupid, but I was like I was like an emo boy, like an emo boy lover. Like Gerard Way. It's like Gerard Way and Haley Williams always. Okay, yeah. That's yeah. also we should add you gotta add that. Yeah. That's not really a boy band, <laughs> but you know. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. You get to write in options when you're on the show. Thank so. you. <laughs> For me, it was the Jonas Brothers, and I literally chased their bus. <gasps> really? <laughs> I went to a concert, <laughs> and we waited. I I swear to God, you get I there. I think scientifically, the hormones make you crazy. Like being mm-hmm. around that many like young hormonal teenagers. Yes. Oh, yeah. Like I swear to God, we're at the concert. We go like out and wait in the like everyone started waiting for the bus to come. Right. So we're all like like just getting ready and the bus came and everyone started screaming like we were like oh my feral and then the bus starts driving and the girls around me start running and I was like we have to run so I started running and I feel like I had this voice in the back of my head that was like why are you running but I couldn't stop (laughs) I remember it so vividly because there was this thing being like Ellie what are you doing and my body was like go (laughs) It was crazy, <laughs> but I did freak out when I saw Nick. I was wow. like, Nick, was he and he was your favorite? Incredible. No, Joe was my favorite, but I have a sister. Uh-huh. So we I know always, where this is going already. <laughs> like it was like she chose Nick. And so it was like, mm-hmm. well, I guess I have to be Joe. Yeah. Right? Like Yeah. And then you had I don't know why I'm feeling Yeah, because so, clearly you were so invested. Yeah, feel right. so strongly about this. <laughs> and then there were the there were the people who were like, Well, I like Kevin because I'm want to be unique and like I love Kevin because no one loves Kevin except for me and then I'm like but because you said that now everyone else also does like like you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. it's like everyone else is the same as you like Kevin yes but it's okay (laughs) what is wrong with me (laughs) that was my high school was the Jonas Brothers that was intense and Miley Mm -hmm. Cyrus so those two together that was like my kryptonite Yes. All right. Question number five. <laughs> Who were you in your high school theater production? A, lead, B, ensemble, C, young boy, or D, stage manager? <laughs> I I was oh, majority B with a one-time splash of A. Hannah, thank yes. you so much <laughs> for coming and talking with us about this bat shit gay film you know it truly was a joy from start to finish i'm so happy to have shared this moment with both of you um i love this movie and it is bad shit and very gay and um i'm glad that i encountered it when i did because it was a childhood classic for me and for the better in my opinion <laughs> yes yeah well Amazing. you you have enough you have your own podcast so yes. where can people find your show and where can they also find you on social media 
Yes. Okay. So the show that I co-host is called Sleepover Cinema. Um, and you can find it like anywhere you listen to podcasts, but our social media handles are at Sleepover Cinema and our TikTok is weirdly well followed, interestingly, because my sister puts a lot of effort into making the TikTok. Nice. So nice. that might nice. be a good place if you're a TikTok person to check it out. And then I am on Instagram and Twitter at Hannah Ray Leach. Um, and I have a band. If you want to check out our music, um, yeah. you can go to vote. For, we're called the Prom Queens and you can go to vote for the prom but it's four, like the number four. Well, of course. I, exactly. And you can find all yeah. the social media and stuff from there. But yeah, thanks so much for having me again. This was amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Let me hear you say hip, 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 yeah. We love hearing from you and building community. So we want to shout out some of our favorite things each episode. And I would like to shout out Emma, who reached out to us on Instagram and said, I would like to share the gayest little woman quote directly from the novel. Thank thank you for this, Emma. Leading up to this quote, Joe tells the professor that despite loving each other, they should still live on separate coasts. And if it's God's will for them to be together, it will happen. Then she initiates a kiss and literally stoops down. And the quote is, it was dreadful. <laughs> dreadful. Me too, Joe. Me too. So thank you, Emma, for that. I don't know why. I was like ready for so many things to come after that slight pause and dreadful was not one of them, but that's incredible. Yep. Uh, so just yeah, we amazing. know that Joe Marsh is a lesbian icon and that just confirms uh, it even more. Canon lesbian. We also want to shout out everybody who participated in Spirit Week last week. We had an absolute blast. We always love seeing everyone's photos, and it just makes us happy, and it makes us feel a little more connected. So thank you so much to everyone who posted, tagged us, uh, sent us photos, or like dropped them in our Discord. It just it brings us some gay joy, and we that's loved what it's it. for. As always, I want to thank our Lesbian Jesus patrons, Mark Foster, Jess Klaus, Tanya Ferguson, Jacqueline Rose Nishino, Sarah and Julia, Danny Gunlock Tamora, Brittany Ray, Alana Rosen, Lizette Stye, Stacy, AD Benitez, Fiona W, Whitney Lennon, Jennifer Trujillo, and our King Princess patrons Amy and Ellen, Leah Henley, Liz Chen, Julia Gonzalez, and Ashley White. Thank you all so much for your continued support. We really could not make this show without you, and we are so excited that we're going to start releasing bonus patreon episodes next season for all of you remember you can also find us on all social medias we are on instagram facebook twitter and tiktok at let's hang out pod or you can email us at let's hang at gmail.com you can check out our website at let's hang whatever app you use for podcasts make sure you subscribe so be the first to know when new episodes drop and if you haven't listened to all the episodes of the flame yet make sure that you check them out they are all available and we are gearing up for our live show in new york on september 15th so you know make sure you've got all those songs just bouncing around your head we also are posting little video clips of our episodes on our youtube channel so make sure you subscribe at youtube.com slash pod to catch them if you want to help support the podcast there are so many ways that you can do that the first is you can leave us a rating and a review on the apple Podcasts app it helps new people find the show if you want to support us and join our Patreon family, you can do that at bit.ly slash lespatreon. We have our patron-only Discord chat where we all hang out and talk. We have Les Essentials watch parties. And this upcoming season, we are going to start releasing monthly Patreon bonus episodes where we talk about some of our 
favorite or maybe not so favorite lesbian films that we don't get to cover, that we don't get to cover on Less Sensuals because they're maybe a little older, they might be a little bit more problematic, but we still have feelings about them. So that's going to be on our our Patreon at bit.ly slash lesspatreon. We also, if you want to help support us making podcast musicals, we have a Patreon just for that. You can find it at bit.ly slash dollarbeanpatreon. It will help support our production company in making our next show and also will help us do things like getting the flame on stage and other who knows what other things we might be working on. So make sure you check that out uh, if you like our musicals, you know. If you want to get some Les Hangout merch, you can do that at bit.ly slash shop. We have all kinds of designs for every season of your queer life. You can get that at bit.ly slash shop. If you want to follow us individually, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at LSH Foster. And you can find me at Ellie Rigida on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. With that, I'm Ellie. And I'm Lee. And, and let's hang, hang out again, again soon. soon. Let's hang out. out.